0: Hello, and welcome to Nested Folders, a productivity podcast about getting things done and feeling good about it, or at least giving it a good try and burning it all down. If not, I'm Scotty Jackson. With me, as always, is Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rose.
1: Hi. How how are you doing? Are things toasty over there? Should I bring the marshmallows?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll just take everything down to the beach, light it all on fire, and dance around it, and try again next year.
1: I mean, it's a good time of year to say that you're going to do that because next year, as we record, is not very far away. Uh, The bad news is if you're listening to this when it releases, then next year is quite a long way away. So, um, Mm. yes, good luck.
0: For those new, uh, hi, welcome. Uh, You can find our whole podcast at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And there's also a very special version of our podcast called Unnested Folders, which is for our premium supporters who we love very much. And supporters get to enjoy a bonus episode every month where we tackle uh, listener questions and challenges and problems. I know we normally save this sort of thing for unnested rows. But there was a comment on Twitter that was uh, that hit home. Uh, it hit hard uh, because it's the kind of state that I'm in uh, right now. And I was wondering uh, what you thought about uh, talking about uh, the nuclear solution, uh, which is when you get to a spot with your uh, productivity systems that, you know what, uh, burn it all down may be just the best play and start from scratch. Uh, what do you think?
1: I mean, I think it's a valid choice some of the time but you have to be careful as to how frequently you do it because if every week you you burn your system to the ground and set it up again how how much are you trying to keep in your head versus how much are you trying to keep in your system and how is that affecting you if you're somebody that can keep billions of things in your head and not forget anything and get everything done then why are you listening to this podcast instead come and give me your secrets thank you that's right um, oh
0: go forth change the world
1: yes exactly um but you know if if your system is consistently burning systems down and starting things over again that that's a a signal of a larger problem but sometimes we all do it we back ourselves into a hole and there really doesn't feel like there's another way out or things are just massively overwhelming and sometimes information bankruptcy is the correct choice you know say to your system thank you very much I'm going to start over. And that does not necessarily have to mean starting over, starting over. It can just mean I'm going to archive everything that's in my current system and I'm going to start creating all my projects and everything again. Or it can mean I'm going to pick a completely new tool and try everything in a very different manner. And it very much depends on what it is that your problem is.
0: Very true. I think for me, like I'm always walking sort of this tight wire between um, what is acceptable um, level of organization and what is an acceptable level of mess because no system is ever perfect and if you've got a number of different you know shifting or unexpected priorities or, or th- inputs that come into your life there, there's always a degree of mess and it becomes uh, this question of you know, when does that degree of mess become such that is is no longer a degree of mess with which I am comfortable and so that that's when I when I think about the you know like Uh, burn it all down. I mean, the, the year end time of like yearly reflection is, is good for that too. But like you say, Rose, I mean, when you're in the midst of executing on big projects or something like that, that's probably not a great time. Um, Mm. You know, at that point, the devil, you know, maybe just the much better devil uh, than scorched earth. But um, if you've got the time to take a step back and you're able to reflect, Uh, you know what, it's not a bad idea to start fresh. Uh, For me, I found too that a big signal that I need to do that is when the notion of a particular project or what it intends to deliver or what it intends to mean has changed externally, but I haven't necessarily reflected that change in my system. So maybe I'm still uh, approaching... A problem with a particular solution from my system, but the actual solution we're using in real life or the nature of the way we have come to understand the problem has changed in the real world. And so there's a, there's a, a dissonance there that doesn't line up. And so, uh, it, you know, when I've gotten behind on my system reflecting what the real world is meant to say, that's a really good time for me to say, "Whoa, whoa, my system is clearly woefully out of date here. And maybe I should just throw everything on the floor and pick it back up and put it Back together again in some sort of new way
1: yes and i think that's one of the the keys to burning your system down and starting over right are you going to capture based on what is in your current system or are you literally starting from nothing mm. because there, those are two different approaches they're both valid approaches um and kind of turning everything that's currently in your system into an inbox item and then starting over with it all in the inbox is one approach that may well be a better approach depending on what your problem is. If your problem is not necessarily what's in your system, but how things are set up, then that is going to be better because you are not going to have to go through and do so many mind dumps to capture all of the stuff. Because the last thing you want is to go for the nuclear solution or the nuclear option, um, whichever one you pick, and then to constantly feel like something is missing. Mm, or that you've mm -hmm. forgotten something important because the point of doing this the point of you know going all out and starting over is not to completely and utterly up your life the point is is to try to fix the problem that you've got whatever that problem actually is so you need to know what your problem is and then process things accordingly Um, and in my case that that usually means that I will create a backup of things or an archive or something where I can access it and I will do my best to go through and cherry pick. Because cherry picking is really useful. So I like to go through um, and, uh, you know, I I, I do this on a semi-regular basis, not necessarily completely scorched earth, but definitely a let's have a good old restructure of things because it's my quarterly review. Things are going to change. Let's go through, review all the things properly and and do a bit of restructuring. But I like to go through, I I cherry pick, I look at things that are due, anything that's got a due date on it because my due dates are real due dates with consequences Mm -hmm. if I miss them. Uh, you know, if I don't pay the electricity, bill the electricity gets shut off. And then I also go and I look for important projects. Projects that I know are are there. I know they exist and I know that they're very important. And I know that I've captured a lot of detail and I go through and I grab those. And those are definitely going to stay put. And then everything else, eh, might just get archived, might just get shoved in a folder and put as on hold or whatever. Um, It, it depends, but you know, I, I, it it. It's potentially not going to make it um, because by going through and saying these things are super important to me, you are actually saying these things are less important to me. Sometimes it's also good to just go through and go, eh, not going to happen. Nah, mm-hmm. not doing that. I, and just get rid of all the, you know, the the minutiae that you, you don't really want in your system. But other thing, other times it can be easier to cherry pick. So you can do both, uh, but, you know, try and uh, pick an approach to start with.
0: For sure. And, 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 I think part of choosing that approach has a lot to do with understanding, well, how did I get into this mess? Like, how did, how did I let this happen? Is it, am I not reviewing enough? Why am I not reviewing enough? Do I have too many inputs that I'm not managing correctly? Have I, ha- have I been having a hard time writing down commitments? Am I, am, am I not doing a good job with my meetings? Am I, am I over inboxing things? Am I, am I writing things down that I don't need to? Am I creating like fake cruft in, in my system? I, I think understanding those things. Or, 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 you know, what factor those sorts of questions might play into how I got into the mess that I find myself in. Um, that can be really valuable because that's, that's now instructive in terms of, okay, if that's the problem, how do I set up? so that that doesn't reoccur. Like, I don't want to just burn everything down, build it back up in such a way that the same problem is just going to happen all over again. Mm-hmm. The 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 other thing that I, I, I really like about what you said is I guess right next to the big red button, there's kind of like this orange button where like if, if the red button is like destroy or archive all and start from a blank canvas, the orange button um, method might be destroy all hierarchy keep all the mm-hmm. content, but destroy the hierarchy. So in that way, I, I I trust that in some form or fashion in my system, I have all the things I need to know. Either the right project is recorded or the right actions are recorded or the right triggers for one of those two are recorded. But maybe I've organized them in ways that no longer make sense, or no longer reflect the needs of my current reality, so for example, I have used hierarchies that relate to um, topic or area, for example, so I might have used you know folders that would represent you know my professional work, my personal work, my you know hey Scotty j professional nerd work, or I might have a hierarchy that has more to do with uh, here are things that I really want to focus on this week. Here are things that like, if I conquer that first folder, this would be kind of next up. And here is a folder with everything else. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I've I've ebbed and flowed between a number of different, you know, hierarchies and, and navigation conceits, depending on what m- makes sense for me at a given time. I mean, It may be true that there are like 123 relevant projects in my life today, but I'm sure not going to work on 123 projects in the next week. Let's be real. So Mm -hmm. do I want to see those 123 projects? Probably not. They may still all be valid. They may all still be in progress. Namaste. But I don't, that doesn't mean I need to review and look at them all the time. So, how I am presented back with information has a lot to do, I think, with the success of a system, not just what's in it, but what it shows me and how it shows me that.
1: Yes. And and that is, a, you know, a, a great way of handling things because sometimes the best way to do a review is actually just to dump all the stuff in one massive, messy, messy pile and, and to figure everything out. And by destroying your hierarchy, you are essentially doing that, you know, flatten everything out and then it's all still there, but, and it's all still kind of organized to an extent, you know, depending on what exactly your system is um, and how exactly you flatten your hierarchy but by doing that you are definitely going to you know force yourself to look at everything on an equal level. So th- that, that that is something that I often don't realize necessarily but is absolutely true that all of my projects have different importance rate, uh, weightings. Um, and the but by putting them all in exactly the same place to an extent they get the same level of importance. So for example, releasing an episode of Nested Folders would have the same level of importance as, uh, you know, making, you know, cleaning up my house ready for the new year. Um but guess what? If I don't get everything done and cleaning up my house ready right for the new year, I'm not so bothered about that. If an episode of Nested Folders doesn't come out, I am very bothered by that. That is my mm-hmm. personal priorities. Um yours may differ to mine, that's totally okay. But you you kinda need to, you know, have the priority prioritization of some of this stuff figured out as well. Because as you said, Scotty, 123 projects, you know, you're not going to do all of them in a week. Um, You're not even necessarily going to move the needle on all of them. But which ones are you okay with not moving the needle on and why? And which ones do you have to move the needle on and why? And which ones do you want to move the needle on and why? And how can you put all of those together? And if you don't want to do something, does it really belong in your system?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I I think, too, I mean, a a system... Ah, uh, I mean, maybe controversial, but as to me, my system doesn't have to capture every single little bit of everything I do ever always. It captures all of the work I plan to do and all the things that I deliberately have made a decision about. That doesn't mean that if it's not in my system, I don't do it right like if someone knocks on my door, I will still answer the door, and if they wish to ask me a question, I will probably still answer it, assuming I answered the door in the first place um mm-hmm. so uh, by its very nature, work is occurring all the time. So uh, to to your point about like, you know, what do you deliberately want to pay attention to and what is important to you, giving that the right space in your system is really important. And just because some other thing is put in this other dark corner of your system that you're not going to look at, doesn't mean that things aren't necessarily going to happen about that project. Other people might still be doing stuff about it. You might receive a note or an email or a message or a conversation about it. it. It will still progress. It will still happen. The key is to think about how much of my you know, focused and conscious attention do I want to make sure I am devoting to that thing um, if, if I go to my list and say, gee, list, I don't know what to do right now give Give me some choices. Is that a choice that I want to have show up? and so I think I, I think it's easy to think that oh geez, if I put this thing away too far down, nothing is ever going to happen ever. I mean that that might be true, but it's not necessarily true. and so it, it's okay to give yourself permission to uh, push things down because only by pushing th- as many things down as possible can the most important things come back up to the top.
1: Yes, and that is the thing. What is bubbling to the surface? What are the things that you constantly think about or are constantly asked about? Um, and, you know, and how how can you make sure that you're getting those done? Because the thing that you thought about once, cleaning out the garage, and, you know, you went, oh, I should probably clean out the garage, and that was it. Okay, you thought about it once. That's great. Well done. You've captured it. Stick on i uh, I'm never going to do this list and move on um, and getting those kind of things out of your system so that you have just the things that you do want bubbling to the surface in your system what or need bubbling to the surface I should say um, then you know that's going to make life much much easier because for example today I took out the trash guess what wasn't on my task management in my in my task management system take out the trash Mm-hmm. guess what wasn't in my reminders that i have from jew that go hey don't forget to do this hey don't forget to do this i didn't have to take out the trash there it was just something that had to be done and i did it and i went off and i did the other things and it was a, a 10 second excursion out of the house it was very exciting you know it was raining out there Scotty. oh the
0: outdoors wow
1: yeah um but you know it, it it's one of those things where you know you don't necessarily have to have every tiny bit of minutiae in your life. And that is one place where I find that uh that's that's when I do need to try and declare information bankruptcy. And cherry picking comes in very handy because I have all of these tiny, tiny tasks in my system, which probably actually got done when I put them in there. But then when I was reviewing, "Eh, technically I do need to take out the trash again. So I'm just going to leave it there. And you Mm -hmm. know what? It just bogs things down and it makes me not want to look in my system and get things done, which is why I end up, you know, going through and having a massive reorganization and clear out um, and sometimes setting things on fire because it's fun. Usually marshmallows.
0: Certainly. I I think the other thing that you, that you, you kind of touched on there a bit is uh, giving yourself permission for a thing to not mean the same thing forever, and i think I think that can be a little bit daunting or frightening when you're organizing uh your system is is defining a thing and defining a thing's importance because I think there's a there's a part of me anyway that worries that in doing so, I am labeling what it shall mean forever and forever more, which is absolutely not the case i mean we've done hmm. a couple of different episodes on. Um, the review process, link in show notes. Um, And I think as long as I remember that I am going to review things, their relative importance and what they mean and everything else can change. So all I'm looking to do when I define something's importance is uh, from the perspective and the lens of this very moment now. Not forever, but for now. To use your garage example, I mean that, that's a great example. My basement has been um, a disaster. It has not been a priority to deal with that disaster for a long period of time. Uh, but now the situation was such that it became one of the most important things to focus on because I have some time off work because uh, we're getting ready uh, for you know the family all being home for the holidays just my household family, um, and needing the space. Um, now that is very important. So just because you say something isn't important, doesn't mean it will never be important. It just means that right now it's not important. So I think trying to not be predictive, uh, too far out about what you think is going to be important. Um, is really valuable because in tr- if you do fall into that trap of trying to look too far forward, boy, you're going to agonize about how you organize your system and boy, could you ever set it up to fail because y- you're trying to apply factors that may or may not even be real right now.
1: Yes. And that's the thing. That's one of the traps I always fall into. And I do mean this. I'm there going, okay, so if this happens, then that means I need to do all these things and if, if that happens, it means I need to do all of these things. Well, guess what? I don't need to n- put all these things in my task management system right now. I should probably capture them. Sure, uh, capturing is good. Um, And who doesn't like capture? But I shouldn't necessarily put them down as a task. Because guess what? Until I know whether this thing is going to happen or not happen, or when this thing is going to happen or not happen, etc., I don't actually need to move on any of these. And then I've captured all of these things. And it turns out I don't need to do most of them. So I have a bunch of tasks in my task management system that I've put in there to delete things. Okay. Uh, Is that a good solution for me? For me? Turns out, no, that is not a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the the key to all of this, when you are going to do a complete and utter system overhaul, is figuring out where you went wrong and what works for you. And sometimes it, it can involve learning from others, like Scotty and I have made many mistakes, which we are sharing with you, um, <laughs> and you, you you can probably see yourself in at least some of those, and figuring out, you know, oh, wait, that's something, now I realize that's what makes me not feel good about this, that's what makes me feel like I need to just set my system on fire and start over. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is the key. Because w- once, you know, sometimes you won't know that before you start. Sometimes you know before you start, this is the problem with my system, and that's what I need to fix. But don't forget to look for all those other little gremlins that are hiding in the shadows. And as you go through, you know, taking your system apart, whether that's with a sledgehammer and an axe, or, you know, napalm, um, place, you know, health and safety. Um, Uh, you know however you decide to do it you know you you might decide to be very careful and precise when you do this however you do it look for the other gremlins that are going hey i'm a problem over here and (laughs) fix them because you know you're gonna find more things than you anticipated when you do this that is a guarantee i promise you it's gonna happen it might be you know a, a treasure of an item oh yeah i had this amazing idea you know what that's that's gonna be my new priority Great. Or it might just be, you know, oh, yeah, I was capturing all these things. This system's running wild. Why do I have buy Coke Zero 87 times on my shopping project? Oh, that's because I have got an automation that's gone wild. Mm. True Eww. story happened to me last week, Scotty. <laughs> uh, it it Wait, was you a basic things, right? I automate things. Yeah, uh, so okay. I automated automatically grabbing everything from the reminders list called shopping list. Because, you know, I, I talk to my HomePod and it adds th- stuff for me and that's great. Except for the fact that it wasn't then deleting things or moving things. It was just grabbing the stuff and that meant that it would grab it and it was still there so it would grab it and it was still there and it would grab it and it was still you see the problem Mm -hmm. um so uh yeah so it it you know figuring out where the problems are sometimes you can do it beforehand sometimes you you've got no idea where you're starting so you just you know you pick a point and you pull um it's like undoing a massive knot in a ball of yarn you just have to start somewhere if you can find an end and go from there it is going to be easier But if you can't find an end, you've still got to start somewhere because you aren't going to knit a scarf if you've got a a knot in your ball of yarn. And that may or may not be based on the fact that I'm knitting a scarf for my grandmother right now.
0: And you may or may not have a knot in your yarn. Uh,
1: Not anymore, I don't. I fixed it.
0: There you go. I, I really like what you said about being very conscientious about the difference between possible actions and notes because I think that I am very, very good at capturing a lot of actions and labeling them as someday maybe, um, because they are reliant upon what may or may not happen. And I, I, I like capturing that line of thinking, because I don't want to think about it twice, but capturing it as someday maybe actions or capturing it as just notes that I could refer back to later, because it's really kind of more of a reference path um, is probably something I should be really doing a lot of. So I'm going to, I'm going to spend some time with that. Um, Thank you. I I know, I know when, when, when it comes to the recovery uh, and we've talked about this a little bit in the, um, in the I'm a mess episode. And I think we've alluded to it in the, in the staying on the rails episode um, links and show notes. uh, um, Mind mapping to me is a great, Source of understanding, not just um, the content of the system, but if I am going to burn it all down, I want to think about what is it that I need from my system. Like, what is important to me in my life right now? Because, because my needs shift, right? So, for example, Mm -hmm. um, historically, um, my system's ability to be mobile and versatile across many different screen sizes and be optimized for my phone was really, really important. Now, because I never leave my house, um, uh, my desktop experience uh matters a lot more uh, in some cases, being able to quick capture um matters a lot in other cases, uh, I have found i'm I'm getting more hung up on organizing or 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 clarifying the stuff that's there so I'm using mind mapping as a solution to not just refactor the content that's in my system, but even just to think about what it is I want from my system and my system design to be. And I mean, in some case, I'm talking about app features in my mind map, and that's okay. But in, in, in most cases, I try to be thinking about my own behaviors and what behaviors I want to either compensate for, because I know that they're Bad, but I am unable to change them, or uh, what behaviors I want to optimize for, because I know that they are there and uh, they're my strong points. So, um, I think that I think that burning down a system isn't just about, um, you know, refactoring all the content. It's about also taking a moment to think about. uh, We've talked about this already. Like, why did it fail me in the first place? But also. What do I want it to look like? Not just not just like how do I solve the problems for how did I get here, but how how would I love for it to work? What are the ways in which I I want my system to work with and for me? Um, and I, I think that that's a really useful exercise to do in tandem with 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 content build up too, because then you have like some example stuff to play with and say like, hmm, are are my assumptions working here as I start to put this together?
1: Yes. And that is, you know, the thing you potentially need to be a little wary of, uh, you know, assumptions. They can be dangerous. You know what they say about assumptions, Scotty. Um, so, you know, by all means, start somewhere because that is the key. you got to start somewhere. You can't start in the middle of nowhere where there's absolutely no point of reference. But, you know, start somewhere. Feel free to split things up and chop things to size, you know. But the, the key at the end of the day is that you're actually got to do the stuff that you're putting down. Right. If you're not doing the things in your task management system, then you're managing tasks, not doing your tasks. And if you don't do your tasks, your system is failing you. And sometimes the nuclear option is the only option. Sometimes there are many different ways to tackle a problem. Pick away, chop things down, figure it out, and then get to the point where you can work with something and then you can improve from there and uh, do you know, make a point of reviewing. Because if you don't review, you will review, you will non-review yourself into a hole. Because, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. If you don't look back at what you've done and go, oh wait, yeah, that was really tricky because of this, then guess what? You're going to have a problem. So, you know, do your best to, uh, to get on with things and actually make it so you can do your tasks. Because if you don't do your tasks then you're, you're not being productive. And I'm sure that you're listening to this podcast because you want to be productive and you want to get things done and you want to feel good about it all.
0: Totally. I, I mean, A, I can't wait until 2020 is hindsight, by the way. Oh, B, yeah. w- one last thing that I think is is really useful in engaging myself with this process is to vary the way in which I am thinking through my content and my system as I work through it. And by that, I mean, uh, you know, I talked about mind maps or outline using um, a combination of digital and analog tools or scribble on an iPad, if you like, but like grabbing a pen and and paper and writing things as well as using digital, um, uh, you know, having different structures like outlines or mind maps or using Siri and using voice to, to say it out loud by, I feel like by engaging with my content in a variety of different ways, I start thinking about it in different ways because I'm sparking my brain or, or talking about it with other people, even too. like what, what, whatever other way you can, you can look at this so that you're not just sitting down in front of the same tool and typing things in In the same way, I mean, you do the same thing, you're going to run into the same problem, but, but, but varying the way in which you work through it by, by, you know, time, you know, dipping your toes into these other mediums, I I think can really help spark some original and different thought about them too. And I I encourage everyone to give that a go. I mean, maybe it's not for you, like maybe writing things down, isn't, isn't your thing. Um, but, but give it a try or, or or try mind mapping or try outlining or try uh, just using text on a paper or try index cards and, and one idea per card or try just just try a different a bunch of different mediums to mm-hmm. see if you can uh, not just as part of solving the problem, but as part of exploring the problem, um, because I think that that can that can create some really neat new ways of thinking about stuff that might not have happened if you limited yourself to just one method of you know input or approach or or you know listing things
1: yes and that is the thing you know you you need to find you know the best way of handling things and that's tricky i completely get it but you will find it if you try um and so you're just gonna have to give it a go to an extent
0: and keep trying because i mean you know you go through iterations of systems the nuclear solution is okay like i don't think it's I don't think it's an admission of failure either. I think it's a part of the life cycle. That's sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I mean it's oh, yeah. it's not it's not a way of saying like boy oh boy I blew that. Let's throw it away and start again. It's it's part of the learning exercise and part of the journey. So um I don't I don't think the it, I don't think it's a bad move. Uh just it's just a move that you use judiciously.
1: Yes, and that is the thing. You know, be be smart about this. Don't go overboard doing system burn downs every single week. That that's not a good thing. Don't do that. Um, but you know, find find the problems. You know, take them out back and deal with them. You know, feel free to toast them with the marshmallows. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But you know, be smart and be ready to uh to 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 burn your system down if you need to.
0: If you need to. All right. Uh, I'm going to go burn my system down, but I'm going to do it mindfully and deliberately and thoughtfully. That's um, the key. <laughs> thank you very much, Rose. Um, uh, like we said, uh, you can find our whole podcast dot nestedfolderspodcast.com. And again, you don't have to, but we'd sure love it if you took the time to uh, support us and supporters do get an extra episode on a monthly basis where we tackle, uh, special topics, listener questions, challenges, and so on. That's at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested uh we love hearing everyone's feedback you can tweet with us at nested folders and uh rosemary where might people uh, find you on the internet and in all this
1: uh, you can find me at rosemaryorchard.com, uh where i have links to all the cool things i do including nested folders i also host automators with david sparks and ios today with micah sergeant and uh you can also find me on twitter at rosemary orchard scotty where can people find you
0: people can find me at heyscottyj.com that also has links to some things that I've been up to lately like an interview with the sweet setup and uh guesting that I've done on other podcasts and of course nested folders well that about wraps it up for 2020 let's put a pin in 2020 uh for nested folders and then we'll uh uh, take out into the backyard and give it the nuclear solution and uh (laughs) and and start again next year uh hopefully a better year. Uh, Rose, thank you for everything this year. I love doing this podcast and uh, this is a fantastic source of uh, support for me in getting through uh, this year and I look forward to more next year.
1: I, I have to say the same. It's great talking to you every, you know, for every two weeks ish Scotty. And, you know, we, we do this because we have these same problems ourselves and we're figuring them out as we talk. To you, uh, our favorite listeners. So I, I'm really glad that I get to do this and that we get to help each other and so many other people. So thank you if you're enjoying this podcast, because we appreciate you. And uh, good luck with 2021. Hopefully you won't need it.
0: That's right. Happy New Year, everybody. We look forward to more next year. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks.
1: Goodbye.